Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend. How are you today? I hope you're having an amazing day. Enjoying some fall golf because it's been beautiful out. At least where I am, it's been beautiful. And I hope it's amazingly, spectacularly, insanely beautiful where you are because I want to talk about drama. Because when we play golf and we create a lot of drama, I do not care if you're a guy or a gal, we create a lot of drama around our golf game. It doesn't serve us and it's not useful. And I want to bring your attention to it in different ways that we talk about golf, our conditions, the people we're playing with, our golf game, our score, and we're like setting our own hair on fire. <laughs> we're like little golf drama queens, <laughs> the way we talk about it. And it's so interesting because I listen to it constantly. People walking by, you know, at the golf course and I hear them come in and talk about their golf. When I'm out to dinner, I hear people talk about their golf and it's so dramatic that it's just not a useful thing to do. And listen, there's nobody who likes to embellish a story more than me. I am my own best audience. I can be a very dramatic speaker, mostly for comedic relief myself, but I get it. And I guess some of us are really great storytellers. And when we tell great stories, they're more entertaining. But you want to make sure that your golf game isn't at the effect of it. And we can have a tendency to be self-deprecating. I'm going to even say that that's not very useful because your brain hears it. It puts little nicks in your brain to your confidence and your certainty and how you feel about yourself, even if you say, I don't mean it. But those are the ones that we catch. I want to bring your attention to some dramatic golf comments that we have a tendency to make. And I want to show you how they're going to impact your game if we keep repeating them. So we can be dramatic about people in our group. Maybe someone who talks too much is like, I couldn't take it anymore. They were incessantly talking. My head was going to explode. <laughs> right? That would be someone talking too much. We could say the same thing about if someone's playing too slow. We could have this very dramatic description of how slow these people were playing. I couldn't take it anymore. My head was going to explode. I was going to lose it when we're talking about other people in our group. We could be dramatic about our own game. Like I was a freaking train wreck today. I'm a mental basket case. I couldn't do anything right today. I didn't make a single putt. I couldn't get up and down to save my life. I couldn't hit a fairway if you paid me. <laughs> I know now that I'm saying these, you can think of so many more that you have heard or have said. This list could go on and on. You might be dramatic about your score. I couldn't have shot any higher. It was a disaster. I couldn't break an egg today. There's no way I could have played worse. <laughs> And then we can be dramatic about the conditions or the golf course. Like there's no freaking way anybody can play that golf course and score well. That course is so brutally hard. That course is playing insanely long. The rough is impossible to get out of. It grabs your club. The greens were wicked fast. <laughs> can you hear the different conversations that I'm sure you've run across before or that you might say to yourself. Now, why is this a problem? It's entertaining. I love listening to it because I think it's so funny. The way that we talk, we do it. It's just kind of golf language, right? We, we hear other people do it. We start doing it. But this is the thing. 
there's so much of it that's just not true. It's dramatic. And when we say that to our brain, we can give up a lot of power and control on the golf course. So let me tackle some of these one by one. Let's say you're on the golf course and you have someone who talks a lot and your thoughts are, I can't take this anymore. My head's going to explode. Is that true? (laughs) Do you really think your head is going to explode? It's not. What's going to explode at that moment is you trying to manage your thoughts about the person talking too much. That is what you can't take anymore. That is why your head feels like it's going to explode. But when we say this dramatic statement, we're giving this person who's talking all the power over our brain. When the reality is, is this person is saying like six words a minute, whatever it is, like let's count it and be scientific about it. And I'm having a hard time managing my thoughts about the amount of time that they're talking. That's the truth. It's not that they're talking too much. It's that I can't manage my thoughts about them talking too much. And now you know that the problem is not the other person. The problem is your own brain. And if the problem is your own brain, then you're the solution. That is great news. Otherwise, in the other situation, the the solution was that person getting off the golf course or out of your group. That's how we give up some of our power and our control. When we talk about our game and we're saying, I'm a train wreck, basically that's saying like, I can't do anything right. I'm going to mess up all the time. Or I'm a mental basket case. You're almost giving your brain permission just to mess up. And then you do, again, you want to ask, is that true? Are you really a disaster? Did you do anything right today? Maybe one shot that you can give yourself a glimmer of hope. And was it a disaster? Is that a little dramatic? Or did you just shoot a big number or not hit a lot of great shots? I think of a disaster. I think of Hurricane Andrew (laughs) and maybe flooding, some bad weather conditions. That's what I think of as a disaster. Your golf game is not a disaster and it doesn't help your brain. It doesn't help for you to say it to yourself because it just doesn't feel very good. And you're thinking that something is dramatically wrong with your golf swing. Something is dramatically wrong with your golf game. You need to call paramedics to fix that. It's so bad. When the truth of the matter is that maybe you hit a couple bad shots, but you also hit some good shots. Conditions. No one can play well under these conditions in this rough or on this course. You're going to be right. (laughs) And you're going to be one of the people if you keep that thought. And is it true? I bet there's going to be someone who's going to kick your butt that day. I promise you that. It's just a little dramatic. What you really want to say is this golf course is a little challenging and I'm going to make this comment to give myself an out to prove that when I score really crappy that I already, you know, set the scene that it was just too hard for anybody to score well. (laughs) Maybe that's really what you're doing. This course is brutally hard or it's playing insanely long. When you say that, all that's going to happen is that when you go out on the golf course and you have a hybrid in or a fairway wood in, you're going to sit there and go, God, this course is so hard. It's playing so long. Instead of setting yourself up to saying, I can hit three woods in, everybody else is doing it. I can still score. I'll figure it out. It's the same for everybody. You're setting yourself up to feel defeated the whole way around. Anytime you hear yourself saying it's hard or this is hard or I can't hit that shot or the golf course is hard, trying to manage your mind is hard, changing your swing is hard, you make it harder. Ask yourself to find ways. How can I make this easy? How can I make it simpler? How can I make it smoother? How can I create less effort in the pursuit of it? But anytime you hear yourself saying this is hard, you're setting yourself up for a little defeat. It already feels like work. It already feels taxing. Like nobody wants to do that. How can you make it easier? The thing that all of these have in common is lots of adjectives. 
The more adjectives you give a description of yourself or your golf game or the course, the more drama you're probably adding to it. Your brain likes to be a little dramatic and left untended, it's going to freak you out. And these comments, when we create a lot of golf drama, freak us out. And it puts our nervous system in a heightened state, which is not where we want to play golf from. It doesn't help your state of being for you to be able to play well either that day or the next day. You're not leaving little breadcrumbs in your brain of positive moments. The next time you go and play a course like that, you're going to remember that conversation you had like, this is insanely hard. It's just like that other course where I shot a gazillion, right? And your brain's going to freak you out all over again. You want to state things as facts. It's not like I'm playing an insanely long golf course. You're playing a course that's 6,500 yards long, whatever it is. State the fact. All the rest is your opinion. It's 6,500 yards and it's rained for 17 days straight. What do you want to think about it? Those are the facts. It's not like it's insanely long and it's insanely wet and nobody's going to be able to reach the greens in two or in regulation. I'm going to shoot a million out there. This doesn't suit my game. None of that is serving you. It's 6,500 yards. It's wet. It's playing long for me. Now what do I want to think about it that's going to be useful and serve me? I'm a freaking train wreck. <laughs> when the truth of the matter is you made two double bogeys in a row. That's it. You're not a train wreck. You had two bad holes in a row or two blow up holes, made two sevens. Now what do you want to think about it? What can you learn from it? What's also true about it? It's also true that you had maybe 10 pars, a couple birdies. When you say I'm a train wreck, we negate all that other good stuff that happened during the round. People being dramatic about people in your group or people who are walking around you or at the golf course or in your life is giving them all the power. I've heard so many clients tell me or people that I run into telling me they're like, when they talk so much and they did this and I couldn't take it anymore. I just snapped. <laughs> I snapped on 15 and then I hit it out of bounds and I made a seven. And you just, you're basically said that I hit it out of bounds and I made a seven because this person talked. It's not true. The problem was is that you allowed that talking to take over your brain and you didn't feel like you had any control over it. If I was that person and I was playing you, not that I would do this, but I'm just saying they could sit there and go, I know talking bugs them and by 15, they're going to lose it. I'm just going to keep talking. You're giving them so much power. Kelly, like one time I was chewing gum and I was like cracking my gum. I'm going to say I did finally notice it. You know, you're like, you're like crack, 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 crack. And you're like, well, that is kind of getting annoying. <laughs> it's, you kind of just get mesmerized by snapping your gum. So the person said something to me like, oh my God, you got to stop that. I can't take it anymore. And I was like, I get it. I was one of those things I just wasn't aware of. But I also thought like, wow, if I really wanted to bug you, are you that easy to bug? Are your buttons so close to the surface that I can push them that easily? Are you giving me that much power and control over your mental management? Good information to know, right? <laughs> I did stop chewing my gum, but... But this is the thing. When we make people very dramatic in our minds, we're giving them so much power and control. And it's usually people we don't even like. And we're basically giving them the keys to our golf game. So the key here, my point is you want to notice when you're being very dramatic. Take out all the flamboyant adjectives. Turn it into a little bit more of a fact-based sentence. What are the facts here? And then what do I want to think about it? And if you like your conversation and you don't want to change the way that you talk, 
the dramatic way you talk, then decide on purpose that you want to say those things. Does it serve me or doesn't it serve me? Is it helpful for me to sit there and say I'm a disaster? I'm a mental basket case. Is that useful or is it just entertaining? Is it self-deprecating? Is it going to help me in the long run? Chances are the answer is no. And if you're doing this in the middle of the round, I promise you the more adjectives you add to, to any situation, you're going to increase your emotional level, your state. You're going to be in a place where you do not make your best swings. So for the benefit of the rest of the round, I would encourage you to keep the temperature down, keep the drama down on the whole conversation while you're out there. If you want to finish the round and have this big dramatic conversation with your hands flailing everywhere, right? <laughs> that I have a tendency to do is talk a lot with my hands, very dramatic and animated. You like knock yourself out, but also pay attention to the words that you're saying because they're going to stick and your brain will remember them. And you want to make sure that those are the things that you want your brain to pull up the next time you go out and play golf. All right, my friends, no drama golf, drama free golf <laughs> for the benefit of your own game and your confidence and how you get to feel about yourself. All right. If I can help you, if you want to find more information, make sure you go to kathyheartwood.com and I hope you have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.